Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. On a uh, Friday morning from Borgata with the Kinks. Yeah. One of my favorites. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, we got Ray, we got Devin, we got Seltzer, and we got a lot going on in Philadelphia sports, of course, including a Sixers team that really is, um, they haven't been, well, I guess they're kind of sinking without you. Well, they haven't fallen far in the standings, but they're not far from being further down in the standings, only a game and a half up from the seven seed, which would then obviously be the play-in as they call it, for the uh, the NBA playoffs. So uh, not great by then. The Lowry thing was cool last night. We'll detail that a little bit more in a moment. John, your, your dog thing, for those just tuning in, they may not know that uh, your family expanded in the last two days. Yes. I just a couple days ago realized that it was time that we could start looking for to expand the family, a new member. And that next day, as I was leaving our studio after our show, Ava called me and said, hey, did you see the puppy? The SPCA, they're here with a puppy. Uh, and it just so happened it, uh, it was serendipity. And it all worked out, and we met him and loved him, and now he's, he's with us, and he's sleeping on my chest. Uh, and it, we are teaching a, a, a – man, he's so sweet, a so sweet and kind little boy. Would, he's he, would he bark pit, at me? He's lab. What's that? Would he bark at me? Because, you know, yes, that's my. He would. That's my judgment. He would sense, yeah, because he knows he that you don't like him. He would sense your <laughs> uneasiness. Yeah, probably would. Yeah. They do sense that. They know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. He's, uh, oh, man. but he's also, he's very sensitive. You you and he would be sensitive together. You might hit it off. That's funny. All yeah. right. Well, look, I'm happy for you, man. I really am. For you and your kids. Thanks. That's, that's good stuff. It's thrilling. All right, let's go to the phones. We'll, uh, we'll get to the Lowry thing from last night. There's not much to be pumped up about right now with the Sixers. I miss him, Joe. The Lowry moment was cool. You miss your dog? I, I actually do. I think about him. You can't him. wait to get home, I can do. you? Yeah, I you think about him. I miss him a lot. Leave the show early? No, but I do miss <laughs> No, but that's very real. Like, sometimes in commercial breaks, I'll look at pictures of my yeah. dog. I'm yeah. like, I, I was just him. doing that. It's been so long. Scrolling through pictures. I don't know if yeah. you were going to pull an eagle and, you know, check out on the season early. No, <laughs> no I won't. Let's go to Ed in Phoenixville. Hi, Ed. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Hey, guys. Hey, pal. What's up, Ed? Uh, so, before I say this incredibly off-the-wall comment, I have a couple of questions, which hopefully will help help it make sense. So, and I just don't have my phone in front of me. When did the Eagles extend Carson Wentz? 
They extended Carson Wentz um, after the 2019, I believe, right? After the 2019. Yeah, it was after he went to the playoffs and got hurt with the clowny hit, right? I think so. Hold on, hold on. Let me do this real quick. 16 was his rookie, 17, 18, I think it's 2019, June 6, 2019. I thought so. I thought it was all right, and they drafted Jalen Hurts. Oh, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, no, that's no, hold on, that's after, that's, that's, be, after, that's the after the twenty eighteen season. Then. No, 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 no. She just said June sixteen, June of of nineteen. You said right? They right. signed him to a four year extension through the twenty twenty four in what season? Year? And it says June six, twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, so, so that's that after been before. eighteen. Yeah, that's after eighteen. Yeah, yeah. So and then they drafted Hurts in twenty twenty. So what I'm getting at is, you know, at what point do you kind of start hedging this thing and see if like a you know, J.J. McCarthy or Michael Penix fall into the second round. Oh. Do you think about it? If if there is concern, wow. as Howard alluded to, I think they would, yeah. I mean, yeah, just, I, Ed, love- Ed, I think they're pretty concerned. That's just my guess. I don't know that for sure. I can't report that. But I know this. When Howard, who's very tied in the Eagles, says what he said, when Peter King, who's very tied in all sorts of people, says what he said, I think there's a lot of smoke there. Now, I hope it's unfounded in the future. But I think there's a lot of smoke there. Yeah, I love J.J. McCarthy, but hopefully it doesn't come to that. So um, I don't – oh, but, man, I cannot imagine that it would. I'll be shocked if it's cow. a first-rounder, but could I see them doing a second-rounder? Yeah, no, I'm, good. Yeah, sec- I'm not saying first day. I'm the second day, maybe. I know. Ed, give um, me a big-time answer. And I expect – look – Jalen needs to humble himself. He needs to apply himself. He needs to invest in this season. I thought that was really smart. What, what really, when we were uh, talking with Peter, he, if he were Jalen, he would say, hey, all I want to do is play football, get better at, at playing football. Like, let me just dig into investment as a, uh, just a football head. This guy needs to get better at the everyday ins and outs, understanding of the X's and O's period, and now he's got a great he's got a great offensive uh, coordinator, a new well said, offensive well coordinator Ed, that Ed. he can create a new relationship with. That previous one was dysfunctional based on the product on the field, so it needs to be completely different well, than whatever they different. just came from. Ed, give me a big time nickname. Uh, how about Chocolate Thunder? Yeah, that's a good awesome. Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins. I met him one time. What a guy! We had a great time hanging out one time. Um, let's play the audio. You have that picture. We do have that picture. Yeah, it's that picture is shockingly hilarious. I know. Were you afraid? No, but it Darryl? looks. But it looks like I am. So he for, was quite a large man. Well, he was. So for <laughs> anyone that hasn't seen it, me and Daryl Dawkins are shaking hands. Billy Owens is right there as well because me, Daryl Dawkins, Billy Owens, and Phil Martelli had done an event at uh, Xfinity Live, and then we're hanging out afterwards. You know, Billy Owens is my neck of the woods. Like uh, I used to watch him in high school. I love Billy Huge Owens. Deal. What a player at Syracuse what a player um Michael his brother was an incredible football player I yeah I remember that, that. I also do. Syracuse yep that's right number 44 at Syracuse that. which is a huge deal when you get 44 yep. as a fullback at Syracuse didn't Conrad have that yes yeah I thought he and did it start with Jim Brown or was it before Jim Brown I don't know I assumed it started with Jim Brown yeah, I don't know. Ray, Ray uh, would know. Did, yeah. Diddy would know that. All right, so here's what we know about the Sixers. Two things from last night. One, they're just not even close to good enough without Kyle uh, without Joel Embiid. But two, the Kyle Lowry thing was pretty cool. By the way, the Spike Eskin thing was also pretty. Let's start with Spike. 
Spike, like, out of nowhere last night is bell ringer, guy. He's going to be back <laughs> soon on WIP, permanent full-time host. Listen to Spike. He's introduced last night, believe it or not. Yeah, their standards apparently are slipping a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm happy for Spike. They've had the podcast for a long time. It's, it's great stuff. Here's the introduction of Spike ringing the bell. That's great. So Spike got to ring the bell. No, it did not bring the Sixers any luck as they flat out stunk last night, including, I mean, what, you got a zero spot from Batum. You got seven points from Tobias. I mean, what a disaster. But the cool moment was Kyle Lowry. Well, there's a couple of cool moments with Lowry, one of which was the first time he checked in, got a great ovation. Listen to him as he was introduced. Look who's checking in for the first time as a Sixer. Making his Sixer debut from North Philly, number seven, Kyle Lowry. Love it. Good stuff. Then he gets his head gashed. He's out of the game for a stretch. Comes back into the game all bandaged up. Silly tough. Yeah, I mean, it, like classic Kyle Lowry. Like, you know, what, what is this? You know, I mean, Kyle Lowry is as tough as they come. He really is. After the game, after the loss, and it was not a good performance by the Sixers, but it's the right mentality from Lowry. You hope he can infuse this thought process into the team, although ultimately I just don't think they have enough good players. But listen to Lowry postgame. I like what he said. It was great. Um, unfortunate um, that we, you know, we didn't play as well as I, I you know, I think we can. Um, but it was an uh, amazing atmosphere, and the, the ovation that I got was um, awesome. Um, I was happy. <clears throat> you know, I was pissed that we lost and we were in that situation. But you know, it's always a, um, you know, it's a, it was a, it was a great moment. Um, you know, and now for me, it's about winning basketball games. You know, that first, you know. Hurrah is over now. It's about, you know, going out there and um, helping his team win basketball games. All right. Well, I like that, but I don't like 6-15 and 15 without Joel Embiid. Elliot Short-Parks joins us shortly. Drew in Westchester right now. Good morning, Drew. Hey, good morning, folks. So uh, up, I'm going to start with the Phillies since the uh, Eagles are driving me a little crazy. And, Richie, congrats on your, uh, on your puppy. That's, uh, that's Thanks, awesome. Drew. So, yes. So with, the, uh, so with the Phillies, um, I definitely think we can hang with the Braves in the division, but one thing I'm getting a little concerned about is I feel like there's been a, a lot of excuses being made for the slow start last year, but if you look back, it's not just last year. I actually think the last time we came out of April above 500 was 2019. It's like a couple-year pattern. So, to like, be, I to hope be we fair, get... though, Drew, those earlier years, they were just an average team at best anyway. Like, I don't – I view the Phillies, to me, 2022 is when everything changed. They just had more good players. Yeah, I guess I'd push back on 21 and 22 a little bit. I mean, I guess they had Wheeler at 21 and they, they were pretty good and they yeah. got out to real slow. Yeah. But, uh, they, but, but you know what? They, but they didn't have Stott. You know, Bohm was young. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just I, – I, I hear you. I just – I view it a little bit through the last two years' prison, but I, I got your point. Yeah, that's fair. And where I do think the Braves could be a little vulnerable is if you look at their rotation, they do have – they are relying on some guys who are older and have had injury issues like Charlie Morton, Chris Sale. So if, like, Christopher Sanchez is as good as we think he is, I think that can be a major – I think that can be a major boost uh, for us. Uh, with the uh, – 
with the Eagles. So it, it was interesting to me uh, what with Howard's report, especially around Fletcher Cox, because I remember the Santa Liquido um, stuff. Obviously, that ended up, you know, being true. Yep. But I feel like a lot of players, and he was one of them, and sort of like Malcolm Jenkins and I think Zach Earth, a lot of players came out and immediately said, like, no, this is exaggerated or no, this isn't true. And I feel like I haven't seen a lot of players come to Jalen's defense. So <laughs> no, that just haven't. concerns me a little bit. No, you haven't. No. No, you haven't. Not on the field either. By the way, Drew, I will tell you this. I know for a fact that a player that publicly had Carson's back back then did not privately have his back. I can guess who that is, but we don't have to discuss it on the air if, I, if you don't want to. Fair but I, I can guess who you're talking about. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that was just a little that I, that was just a little concern. That was just a little concerning for me that like there's so many opportunities for guys to just like send a tweet out or or yeah. something or just and show you have his back in some show you have his back in some form. So I actually I'm I'm way more concerned about him than I am about the Sirianni stuff. You know, I feel like we've won with Nick being Nick before. So to me, it's, you know, Jalen who's got to, you know, win back that locker room and get guys behind him. And it's it's two different things. One is, like, who he is as a guy, apparently. And then two is, like, how he plays football. Uh, Two completely different things. And it seems like he's got to make alterations on both fronts. Drew, give me a... And uh, how they interact with one another. Well, that's what I mean. Sloppy. Him, him the yeah, guy. Yeah. It's a lot. Drew, give me a great nickname, man. You can win Creed tickets. We're looking for the best nickname ever. You got it. I'm going to the world of NASCAR, actually. I'm going to go with uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr., the Intimidator. It's you know, that's one. a good one, man. It's a great it sure one. is. That is a great one. My you God. cannot lay claim to that. I, ju- no. Richie, I was thinking the same thing. Ever, it's like, ever. don't you dare. Uh, yeah, take it's like the wheels The wheels might have started to turn for him on that one. Uh, there are some that are stretches. Right. The Boy. commander, the butcher, yeah. all that stuff. The, the czar, you know. Yeah, the intimidator. The cannibal. The intimidator. So, you I, just can't. John, who in football would you say is the best example that you ever played against as the intimidator? Uh, Ray Lewis had that pretty yeah. locked up. I mean, he was pretty amazing. <laughs> That's a good one, I just man. remember watching tape of yeah. Ray Lewis, not understanding the physics of what I was watching. Honest to God, like it didn't look the same as anything I'd ever seen. He, a linebacker, yeah. who he grew a lot physically. He grew once he got into the NFL. He was enormous. He was well, a huge linebacker. The, well, that's the thing. Like, today he would be far larger than anyone who's out there. But I, he entered the, the league as a Miami linebacker. He was probably, I, I'm just guessing, 235. By the time he was done, I, I swear he was 265 <laughs> and, and, like, he'd grown three inches. He just kept getting bigger and meaner and right. smarter and faster in the way that he could cover ground, well, sideline to sideline. That's the kick. Wow, so immense. Like, yeah. It, 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 it's almost like the larger-than-life persona made me believe that he actually was larger than yeah. life. But then I tried to move him, and he felt physically like his feet were bolted directly into the core of the earth. So, yeah, that's larger-than-life, too. He was just such a complete player. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's an all-timer, there's no yeah. question. All right, let's talk to our next guest. Elliot uh, Shore Parks obviously does a phenomenal job covering the Eagles for us, some Sixers as well. And uh, we got a lot to talk to Elliot about this morning. Good morning, Elliot. Morning. What's going on? Congrats on the win today, man. Thanks, buddy. Um, 
You don't have to do that. <laughs> I love Elliot roots for him. It, it's all genuine, yeah. as sad as it is. By the way, the yeah. McCusker kids, I mean, was it, you know, rooting Tough morning me. for the McCusker kids. D- didn't work out for them, but my buddy texted me and said his kids enjoy the shout-out, so that's good stuff. All right, Elliot, I, I honest to God, don't even know where to start with the Eagles. Um, yeah. Can we start with A.J. Brown's Twitter? Is that A.J. Brown tweeting or is that not A.J. Brown tweeting? What What do you know and how does that yeah. work? So, I mean, the whole Twitter thing, I, I think it's him. Um, I mean, it acts like it's him. I know that, you know, he has posted that it's not. I guess my whole thing with the Twitter account, like if I was giving AJ advice on what he's doing, this is not worth it. If it is him, like then it's a joke that he's playing on people that I don't think is worth it for him. He's causing a lot of like discussion that doesn't need to be there. He's bringing attention to the Eagles in a way that they probably don't want attention being brought to them. And if it isn't him, it's also like kind of incredibly irresponsible to just have some random stranger have uh, have basically power over your your voice on social media on Twitter. So I believe it is him. Uh, the tweet last night certainly sounded like him. You know, he tweeted from that account, obviously. But either way, this is probably not the best look for AJ. And let me just reference the tweet from last night, just so people know what's going on. This is a tweet that was up and then taken down, which l- lends me to think it's more likely that it is him. Because I, I don't think if yeah. some random guy out there is trying to pull a prank that you would take the tweet down. Uh, here's well, what he tweeted. Here's what he tweeted last night. This was uh, at 10:17 a.m. Uh, 10:17 p.m. last night. Whoever tweeted from that account tweeted this at Sports Radio WIP. I'm going to call in to the morning and discuss whatever you want. This will be my last time addressing it. I know I don't have to, but I am because this is some bold stuff you're saying. And after this, I'm not discussing last season. Send the number. Talk soon. So maybe it's him. Maybe it's not him. Probably him. But And if he wants to talk to us, we'll be happy to talk to him. It's, it's a shame that – look, I, I, look, Elliot, I don't feel that – I'll speak for myself. I don't feel like I've been out of line with anything I've said. Um, I don't make things personal. I tell the audience and coworkers on air what I think about the Eagles. I do speculate. We have no choice sometimes but to speculate because it's it's part of when you don't know everything. Um, I feel I do it in an in, a, in an appropriate way. Uh, it would seem AJ Brown has an issue, I guess, with something I or some of us have said. That's his prerogative. That's fine. We'll see if he joins the show. Well, and, and like so, his the AJ tweet he had before about the Philly meeting, right? Like he's probably correct about that if you think about what it's like for him being part of a, a philly athlete of compared course. to where he's played before like it is very different to lose six of seven in philly than it is in tennessee right like they care about more about the college football team down there than they do the pro team there is probably no greater scrutiny in sports in some ways than being part of an eagles team that is losing right so he's correct but i think where maybe his inexperience in this market is hurting him is he's just making it worse on himself, right? Like the not talking, the tweeting and the deleting, the saying it isn't him. It just, it feels to me on a larger scale, like the drama from last Eagles off from Eagles season that they really needed to get rid of to move forward. Like the ugliness, the distractions, all that. It feels like it's just carrying right over into the off season. And it makes you wonder, is is it just going to carry into next season too? Like if if it hasn't stopped yet, What's to stop it when they all get back together? Like, it could, it could be Elliot, worse. Was it common knowledge in the locker room during the season that Fletcher Cox was at odds with Jalen Hurts? No, no. I, okay. I, 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 don't think, I don't think it was common knowledge. Um, 
I, I mean, I think like, yeah, go ahead. So no, you go ahead. Uh, but well, I, I was just going to say like, I, I think that, and they've, they've, I mean, players have talked about it. Like, I, I don't think it's a secret that it was, there were locker room issues last year. The, the thing about Fletcher, I guess, you know, talking to Jalen, like that's not surprising. I think veteran sure. players on the team wanted him, wanted Jalen to be more vocal than he was or to like play the mm-hmm. media game a little more than he did. Right. Like, on the sideline, is it fair to say, like, Jalen, we want you to be more, you know, jovial? Or, like, I, I get we're in a world where it's not, like, let him act how he wants to act. But the mm-hmm. reality is, I think a lot of the veteran players on the team that have been here and that have been through this longer than he has know mm-hmm. that the way he was carrying himself was not helping. It wasn't helping the team. It wasn't sure. helping the overall situation. And so that's probably, I would imagine, you know, what the thing with Fletcher was. Yeah, and it could also, like, it is new knowledge that, you know, Fletcher was perturbed, but it's also not extremely out of line to be perturbed with a teammate, to be perturbed, you know, if a teammate's not performing the way you hope he performs, if it's hurting your team. Yeah, Fletcher being a team leader, I would expect him to say something, and it's okay if he's at odds. I don't think it's the end of the world, and this is the kind of thing that you work through as a team. It's okay. Yeah, and and I think, too, you know, to kind of compare it to the Carson situation a little bit, right? Like, when Carson, when it started to fall apart for Carson, part of the issue was he had friends in that locker room. Like, no, no, Jalen has friends in the locker room. Let's not act like he's just sitting at his locker quietly by himself and not talking to anybody. But the Mm -hmm. issue is when it starts to fall apart and you don't have the support, like, if you don't have relationships with everybody, if you're not, like, super vocal and all that, it's just harder to – to, to then gather support when you're playing poorly. And when Carson played poorly, that was part of the reason you started to hear the things about, you know, he needs to reach his arm across the aisle. He needs to do those things, right? As, and that's really the, the core problem here. Jalen played poorly last year. I don't think the issue is his personality. I don't think the issue is, like, he doesn't, you know, he looks bad on the sideline. The issue is he did not play well. He struggled against the blitz. He turned the ball over, right? He, he vacated the pocket too early. If those things change, then all this off the field stuff will go away. Because I think so too. Oh, no question. Yeah, no, if you play yeah. great, I mean, it's like a Bel- it, to me, it's a Belichick press conference. If you're winning the Super Bowl or near it, you can be you on know, to Cincinnati. Yeah, on to Cincinnati, yeah, you mean, can be a jerk at a press conference. Yeah. And and I remember being at the. Super but if you're Bowl, not, it doesn't it doesn't work. I, I remember being at the Super Bowl in Arizona, and when he gave his press conferences. The entire room was, like, captivated by him, right? Like, I remember people saying, and I thought this, like, that is what you want a franchise quarterback to look and act like. And wow. he acted exactly the same as he did last year in Arizona. Sure, like, he, he's at the Bowl, so he probably smiled, like, a little bit more and made jokes. But he was not Mr., you know, get up there and give long answers. Like, Jalen is who he is. And who he is has gotten him a lot of success in life, right? Like, he I, has achieved a lot oh, of Oh, for sure. But Ellen, so, I guess but the so one that, thing I wonder, though, is – and again, I'll use the word wonder because I don't know. Did he privately change? Because I think we have, I know we've heard enough whispers and some reporting that the contract, that, that there was some change. And, and, yeah. and privately, guys might be chafed by that. Yeah, I, I think that there were, there were times last year where people in the organization felt like he was not the same person he was in 2022. Now, I heard Richie say this, and I think it's an excellent point. I think that when you get a big contract, there are aspects of that that certainly change your life in a way that you're not prepared for. But I also think it's an easy crutch to point to for people when they feel like you've changed, right? Like, 
we have no idea what really ha- what's going on in Jalen's personal life. He doesn't talk about it. He keeps it private. And I think that if you're a teammate and you feel like he's more distant or you feel like he's not being as, you know, uh, friend- like friendly, for lack of a better word, as he was the year before, it's easy to point to the money and say, okay, that's why he changed, right? So I, I do think that the, the Jalen they got last year is probably not the Jalen they were expecting. But I, don't, I can't, like, sit there here and say it's because of the money. Like, I have no idea why. But, you know, you saw the reporting, and I think it's true. Like, seeing him at the Pro Bowl, like, I think they were encouraged by what they saw there compared to what they saw during the regular season. Elliot, do you – and, again, I know this is – Even though it was contrived to some degree. The Pro Bowl? Yeah. Well, it's just – But I liked it. It was contrived, and I enjoyed yeah. watching him fake yeah. it. Elliot, well, do it you – it also could have been authentic. Maybe yeah, he was excited been, sure. to be away, be away You're right. from – Maybe know, I'm reading in. Yeah. Maybe you know, I'm being unfair. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I think saying fake it, I think that's unfair. It did look kind of fake. Elliot, the uh, – well, I didn't watch it. I don't watch it. Oh, it was over the top. Pro Bowl in a good well, way. Ridiculous. Just it ridiculous. Yes, that's it. It looked out of character. I was unaccustomed to seeing that, the yeah. flashy smile. He can be so endearing. Like There are times when, when you watch a – I've seen a few commercials with Jalen – thinking, wow, yeah. he will be the next face of this league because he's so yeah. captivating. No, not with his personality. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's sort of <laughs> sort of fizzled. All right, well, no, Ellie, let, me, let me ask you I, one more on Jalen. Yep. So do you, and I know this is going to be a guess from your part, do you think the Eagles are concerned enough that if they loved a quarterback in the second or third round that they would draft a quarterback in the second or third round next month or in April? Yes. I think the Eagles, I mean, they did it with Carson. So, like, it would be foolish to say no. I think if, if it's the third round and there's a quarterback that they love and they're like, I can't believe this guy's on the board, I think they would take him. Now, Tanner McKee is an interesting aspect to this. Like, when Carson was here and they drafted Jalen, they didn't have a guy like that. I think they really liked Tanner. They liked what he did last year. and He showed signs of real potential. But, of course, this team has shown that they will invest in the quarterback position and if there's any worries about Jalen, then, yeah, I think they're, they're, they are certainly going to be open to it. All right, Elliot, last thing. Phillies or Braves uh-huh. this year in the regular season? Who wins the division? Sorry, did you say Phillies-Braves this year? Yeah, division. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think the Braves win it, but I'll say this. The fact that the Phillies are not under immense expectations to win the division is truly just, like, embarrassing for how we treat this team. They've beaten the Braves in the postseason the last two years. They have one of the highest payrolls in baseball. And everyone just completely writes off the division. Like, well, they're not going to win it. The Braves are awesome. What other, like, imagine if we said that with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Like, I think well, the they Cowboys can win. Like, like, we have, again, it's time to put real expectations on this team. So I think they should be expected to win the division. I don't think they will, but I, I think the expectation should be if they don't win the division, it is a massive disappointment. Oh, I disagree. Because in the end, Why? it might not matter. It just doesn't matter that much. What do you mean winning the division doesn't matter? It doesn't matter that much. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'd rather they get a bye in the first round, but it doesn't matter that much. Home field advantage in football matters a ton. Home field advantage in baseball doesn't matter that much. Going out and playing to what you're capable of for the full season does matter. Like, we accept poor stretches of baseball from this team more than we accept poor stretches of play than any other team in the city. Well, the reason is because they then thrilled us in October. If If they went out with a whimper, at the start of October, wow. we'd be blessing them, but they didn't. So then, do it from the beginning. Why? Like, why are we accepting of this team only being good in the final? And they, look, it's awesome. They're, Red October's great, right. but it's time to put real expectations on them, and I think they should be expected to win the division. All right, Elliot, good stuff, my man. Thank you so much. Yep, fuck you. All right, Elliot Thanks, Elliot. Parks. All right, let's get to Bishop. He calls from expected. Expected too much. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bishop, good morning. How you guys doing today? Doing well, Bish. Good. Bishop's a great good. name. I, love I call the him name Bish, Bishop. too, Richie, when I answer the phone. I love yeah, Bish. Yeah, was that too far? No, uh, it's are good. We, I love the name Bish. I don't. What? Because Bishop is great. Well, well Bishop's great too. Great. Yeah, I they're like. I like that. I like both. I think it's a cool little yeah. shortened nickname. Do you not like Bish? I'll stop calling you Bish. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Okay, good. It's all good. Um, I like to talk about the Phillies if I could, real quick. Um, I don't think the Phillies need to win the division. I think because what they've given us in October shows that I think this team's better if they play in that first round to keep. They're back hot. Maybe. Now, having that having that fire round, I don't know if this team is capable of shaking off the rust that quick. I know it's only a short rust, I mean, a short time off, but I think them playing has helped them more in the postseason than it would have having that fire round off. Look, Bishop, I think it is possible that playing in the first round is beneficial to a team. Now, I can't prove it. It's too early to know. But I think now, there I, really might be something for the teams that shut it down for five days. I, I think that might be – even though they can't lose in the first round because they don't play in the first round, it, it might be a disadvantage. I'll tell you this. One thing I have called for is for baseball to increase the number of home games for the round two home team. Like, I think four of those five games should be with the team that got the bye. I don't hate that. Because I think it's yeah. – and look, you know what I'm saying, James? Yeah, I don't hate that at all. So you get I, I think one I, token game, game three. if you're the team that lost. Game three is at home for the team. Game the, the away team. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like that. I don't think they'll ever do it because no, they, they the lose game. the gate and yeah. stuff. But, but I, I, Joe, I think that's a really fair idea. And they want longer series, and the more home field advantage is balanced out on both teams, the longer probability-wise that the series will be, and then therefore the more money they make with TV revenue. But I do think if a team wins 100 games – and loses in the second round in a best of five, you know, it's a little tough. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've always been an advocate of having each round a seven-game series. But I understand why. Well, obviously someday it will be because they're all pigs and everybody wants to make more money. And someone will get out a calculator and figure out how many extra millions and tens of millions they can make with more games. I mean, you just said the, get out the calculator. Yeah, of course, of course, everybody. <laughs> of course, the playoffs will be increased. I mean, listen, guys, the college football just went to 12 teams like two days ago, and now I'm reading articles that they're talking about 16 teams. I mean, they just went to 12 teams two days ago. I mean, my God. All right, Bishop, you got it in my wheelhouse. A tremendous annoyance with that point. Give me, <laughs> give me a nickname that's an all-timer. The only person that deserves this name 
is Dave the Hammer Schultz. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> wow. Good correction. You know yes. what? That's yeah. a great call, Bishop. Well done it's by good you. Good shot at a winner. That's really good stuff. <laughs> Let's go to James. He's calling from Thorndale. Hi, James. Hi, how are you? Doing well, James. Good morning. Uh, congratulations on the puppy. Thank you. So, awesome. Very so sweet. I called about the Bryce Harper contract situation. Yeah. Um, I am not his agent by any means, but um, he's like the baseball opposite of Kawhi Leonard, all right? Um, he's talented. He represents the organization well. Uh, I remember hearing, and mind you, I don't follow baseball as my favorite sport. Basketball is my favorite sport, but I couldn't help uh, being just marveling at the fact he recovered the fastest from Tommy John surgery. Uh, yeah, it was, from what it was I heard impressive. in the reports. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah, Those so, surgeries are changing to where they, they've, you know, adjusted it so the time, the, the shortened, they got two different versions of it now, yeah. so there's one that is quicker, and that's the one that he got. But so he has done an amazing job he of has. coming back from the faster surgery. And, James, sure. let me just say one thing about Kawhi, because he has hurt his NBA legacy with what's going on the last three years or so. But I'll tell you what, man. Believe it mm-hmm. or not, they got a shot to win the championship this year. I agree. And if he does, and he wins a title as the best player on three different teams to win a championship, that's going to be something. Because I would say by 2015 he was the best player, when, or 14, whatever it was, when they won that final one in San Antonio. I think he had surpassed Duncan. And um, he's got a shot, which means James Harden has a shot, which means uh, I'm going to have to go throw up. Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to be sick to my stomach if that – um, I, I really would root so like hard against the Clippers because there, there clearly is no truly great team this year. Who would you root for, Celtics or Clippers? Wow! Right? Jeez. Right? Oh yeah! Wow. Wow. I hear you. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <Wow>. Worst case, <laughs> John. Who would you root for? I would, I would root for the Celtics. I Devin, think I who would, would you root too. For? I don't Celtics, know. It's horrible. There's no doubt mm. in my mind. And I hate the Celtics. I would root for the Celtics. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Not a chance in the world. It's not in my DNA. Yeah, I, I, yeah I would root for the Celtics. Oh, that would be horrific. No. After having to watch the 49ers and Chiefs in the Super Bowl, then having I to know. watch the Celtics and Clippers, that would be nightmare fuel. That's a That'd real possibility. Horrible. horrible. Look, I rooted for the Giants in the Super Bowl because they played the Patriots. I, well, I had no problem rooting for the Giants. Yeah, I rooted for the Giants. But it felt that. weird. I mean, it, I'm rooting it, for it the Giants. Because I, 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 I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Patriots. Yeah, I hate the I Celtics. They're like the, my kind of my. I get three. it, but it's not like the Giants the are that far behind. But they, I, I had zero. Problem I mean, they were. Rooting. That was Jeremy Shockey. That was freaking Phil McConkey. I did hate Jeremy. Shockey. I, ha- I hated <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Shockey. Why was he was the most hateable player yes. on that team? Hands down. All right, James, give me an answer. A great nickname. What's the best of all time? Sure. Has anyone already said the answer? Yes. Okay. So, in lieu of that. How about uh, the big fundamental to refer to Tim Duncan? Yeah, I mean, it, he was, and it's pretty good. It's not that fun, no. though. I mean, wouldn't you say Air Jordan would have been a better answer? If you're going to go basketball, what, really? what, how does somebody go with the big fundamental instead of Air Jordan? Big fundamental is kind of boring. Well, of course it's boring. It was no. a on-point description, but come on. Of a boring, but I mean, very Air Jordan, the guy would fly through player. the air. We're three hours in the show. No one said it. Come on. 215-592-9494. Drop of the week, and (laughs) really, it's a shame, dude. All someone had to say was captivating answer, Jordan, an all-time answer. They might have. By the way, the answer that I think is the best answer, actually, slightly better than Air Jordan, still available. 
Oh, different sport. What a relief. Maybe I'll take that <laughs> at the end the of the show. Is minutes. it a Philadelphia athlete? It's a baseball. So I have a baseball one, too. I think it's different, yeah. but my favorite well, is a baseball one, too, that I'm waiting okay. for. Baseball Hall of Famer. A simple, tried oh, and true I I one. I know exactly three, what yours it's is. Three, it's three. Hmm. One, two, I three different it. things. Three wow. different things. We could be talking about so many layers of All meaning right, right we'll now. We'll see if someone knows their, their deep baseball history from about 100 years ago. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go, Alvarez. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.